Chapter 1 The well-dressed woman in the gray pantsuit arrived in front of the crimson brick building. She stopped to marvel at the craftsmanship of the all-brick entrance, with its two turrets framing a circular brick faux window culminating at the apex. Soon she realized a man was standing inside the window display, attempting to balance on his front foot while tacking the right corner of a poster. She admired his tenacity. However, when the opposite corner came untacked, she watched with amusement as the left side of the three-foot-high banner came rolling toward him like a wave curling on the beach in Bolinas. Damn! The man laughed aloud. While gathering the banner, he remained unaware that anyone was watching from the sidewalk. As a professional retail display specialist, this should have been the simplest of chores during this holiday season, yet it had turned into one of the most unpleasant. All of his San Francisco window displays had been completed weeks ago. He had returned to his hometown to assist his father and uncle in their annual holiday wooden toy creations. Jamish always came back in early December to decorate the storefront and the window display with appropriate seasonal festoons, ribbons, and evergreen branches, but today required the sad chore of hanging this temporary paper sign that notified walk-in patrons that the Solteros had suspended sales of their famous Christmas wish-holder for what had become a Sacramento holiday tradition. When Jamish finished tacking up the sign, he stood off to the side, reading it once more, Soltero Christmas Wish-Holders, temporarily off-sale. Check back later this week. Sad day. The woman's voice floated over the bell, ringing inside the doorway. Jamish turned and replied, Sure is. He recognized the tall businesswoman, but couldn't recall her name. He remarked to himself that the color of her hair nearly matched the rich rosewood wooden vessel sitting on the pedestal in the window. She stuck out her right hand. Grace McBride, you might remember me from high school when my maiden name was... Check, uh, Checkerelli. Oh, Donnie's girlfriend. I remember you. They exchanged smiles once more. Grace nodded. I'm here to see Ernie. Is he here? Oh, sure. Come on in. Jamish led her inside the building, which served as a retail store and workshop combined. They passed the glass sales counter, where more of the ornately decorated rosewood Christmas wish-holders were stacked on shelves. Most of the space in this quaint brick building served as the brothers' workshop, with hand tools hanging on walls, inside wooden cubbies, or scattered on tables. But the workshop was quiet now, just a small pile of sawdust collected under the table where Rolando quietly sanded a child's toy. He looked up as his son escorted the woman toward the back. Uncle Ernie! Jamish called. You have a visitor! Ernesto Soltero, the younger of the two retired brothers, emerged from the conference room. Graziella! Custa! <laughs> he said, wrapping the woman in a friendly bear hug. His gray-bearded whiskers tickled her neck. Good to see you again, darling. Come on in. Ernie escorted her to a chair in front of the conference room table and walked around to the table's other side. Gosh, you look great. It's been, what, uh, at least five years since we bumped into each other at the mall that time, huh? The woman laid her valise on the table and pulled out her droid. At least that long. She gestured toward the middle of the table, where another of the rosewood wooden boxes stood on top of a sheet of paper that contained the corporate logo of the Stoyonics Corporation. This is your problem, I take it? Yeah, doggone it. One, one second while I bring my brother in here. He said, standing in the doorway. Rally! He yelled, signaling with his right arm. Come in here, will you? Rolando Soltero, older and shorter than Ernesto, came in and sat down next to Grace. 
He wore an old fedora pulled low over his brow, which nearly disguised the gaze that remained fixed on the table. She noticed him casting a furtive glance out of the corner of his eye, which accentuated his gray mustache. Right, this is the PR gal I was telling you about, Grace McBride. She owns Capital Communications. Grace shook hands with the mild-mannered brother. All right, where to begin? Pulling her sterling silver pen from the top of her writing pad, Graziella replied, Always best to start at the beginning. Well, as I told you on the phone, we were hit with a threat of trademark infringement by that Stoyanex Corporation up there in Nevada City. Infringement. Hell, I thought they were talking about the stuff that hung off Buffalo Bill Cody's suede jacket. <laughs> Grace finished writing a sentence. Trademark infringement is a serious matter. Have you consulted an attorney? Rolando thumped the table. My point exactly. We haven't got time for that. By the time we got to court, I'll be planting tomatoes again, and none of the kids will get their Christmas holders.